Welcome to An Epiphany with Tiffany. My name is Tiffany, and this is my podcast. Hey, y'all. It has been a minute. A minute. (laughs) I have been so busy with so many different things going on. I now have two jobs. It's a little life update for you. I now have two jobs. I'm actually involved in this really awesome community on Facebook that I'm going to share a little bit more about as well. And yeah, just so many different things going on. The summer was absolutely crazy. My nephew moved to Wisconsin for school. Shout out, baby boy. I miss you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been so many different things happening, so many life changes. And it's been like, I need a minute. <laughs> but I haven't stopped thinking about my podcast. And I haven't stopped thinking of different ideas on what I really wanted to like talk about. And there's been so many other things that have come up and I've been kind of tying into some of my previous episodes. And so, yeah, I'm just going to I'm gonna jump right on into this one. I have no idea where it's going to end up. I'm not even sure what I want to call this episode yet. So, like I said, I've just had so many thoughts and so many feelings and so many epiphanies (laughs) that I'm like, you know what? You just need to sit down with your computer, with your microphone, and see what God does because I have so many things. Just so many things, guys. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) But first off, I kind of want to set the stage for where um, some of these new things have kind of been coming from. As you know, I was going through a Bible study with my cousin that was called the Surrender Bible Study. And we finally finished that one. And let me tell you, y'all, if you are a woman of faith, you need to get your hands on this Bible study. It is, uh, it is amazing to tell you like the Reader's Digest version, I grew so much in the months, yes, months, because we took our dear sweet time trying to get through this Bible study. Um, we really wanted to grasp it. So anyway, the changes that I've gone through in the last like few months, uh, as far as my season of singleness and just where God has me and where I'm trying to get to you know like that path that I'm that I'm currently on you know I can see that can see the light at the end of the tunnel right but (laughs) I have to walk through these other things first and so just I'm so much more comfortable in my singleness now like don't get me wrong I still have nights where I'm like god why (laughs) why am I still single why can't I find my person and uh, but all that to say, like, I still just feel so much better. Like, if you go back and you, or if you haven't already listened to it, you should go back and listen to my Envy episode. Um, it's titled The Green the Green Eyed Monster. And so, yeah, if you go back and you listen to that one, or if you have already listened to it, and you know where I was at in that place when I recorded that episode, ugh, and you would talk, like, if you talk to me now, and just compare the even the difference in my voice like I feel like I sound happier (laughs) 
right now than I did then. I mean, obviously, I was kind of trying not to cry the whole episode. So, yeah, just to see the things that God has done. I mean, I think it's that's almost been a year. Has it almost been a year? Okay, pause. I'm going to have to look up to see how long ago I actually recorded that episode. Okay, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> um, I just went and I looked. So crazy. I haven't released an episode since April 5th. My bad, y'all. I'm Like I said at the beginning, it's just been crazy. <laughs> um, but the Envy episode or the Green-Eyed Monster episode, I released on December 10th. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's been um, 10 months. So, because it is now October 13th as of the time I'm recording this. So, yeah, 10 months. That's that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of growth in the last 10 months. And it's funny because I've been talking to my cousin and a couple of other people. And I'm like, man, when I look at back where I was and what I was going through in even October of last year. And because some of my episodes came out in October. So, y'all kind of heard some of that stuff too. So, Anyway, when I look back at last October, November, and December, and January, ugh, like I cried so much. And it was partly due to the fact that in October-ish, like it might have even been like the beginning of November, I can't remember exactly, I'd have to look back at my prayer journal, um, I started praying that God would remove people and situations from my life that either weren't of him, but also weren't like beneficial for where he was taking me. And let me tell you, that is a really, really, really hard thing to pray, right? And so then when it started happening, um, I was like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 hang on, give me a second, I need a minute over here, because these people that I had spent, like, you know, so much time with, and I loved, and, like, they had so many different parts of me, right, and I was, I was so involved in their life, um, suddenly, it was just like, they're not there, <laughs> And, I mean, I've been through these situations before where, you know, friendships, they, friendships and relationships, I'm not just talking about just friendships, but anyway, these different, you know, people come and go, right? Like, that's just, that's the ebb and flow of life. People are in your life for a season or, um, you know, and some of the seasons, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, some of the seasons are longer than others. And... So again, like reflecting back on that and like praying that prayer and really in that moment, meaning it, <laughs> but then watching the slow progression of all of these other people just suddenly disappear from my life, I was like, wait, did I really want this? Was I really prepared for this? And you know, I cried so much. Like, if you know me personally, you can ask my cousin. <laughs> and hey, cousin. <laughs> uh, she knows how much I spent on Marco Polo crying. <laughs> Just, you know, because I was, I was in a couple of situationships at that point in time. I was, uh, 
you know, without a job, really. I mean, I had a job, but not, not really. I was, you know, really trying to figure out what God had for me. And so it was just so many things. Like that pruning process, you know, like when you're in the passage, I know it's the Gospels, um, but I'm not going to remember exactly where. <laughs> um, when Jesus is talking about the vine, right, and like how he is the vine, and then you have to go through the whole process of pruning. And, oh my gosh, was it difficult to be pruned. Like, because I, I haven't had that in a while, I'm going to be honest. You know, I kind of haven't asked for that or and or was willing to, quote, let it happen. I was like holding on to things for a very long time and holding on to people for a very long time, you know, that not that they weren't a benefit to my life. That's not what I'm saying. It's just, you know, sometimes when you get super comfortable with people, you allow yourself to slip. And, um, you know, especially if they're not like a hundred percent on board with, you know, your faith or where you're going or whatever. And I'm, I'm just saying general examples. So, you know, people don't come at me (laughs) anyway. it, It is what it is. Like there's, I've had healing and forgiveness and, and I understand now, like looking back on it, if you talked to me in January when some certain things were happening and you asked me like, Hey, if when you get to October, do you think that you would be sitting there laughing <laughs> about how difficult and how hard this time was in your life in January? You know, I would have been like, what are you talking about? I'm going to still be super mad. I'm going to still be super emotional. I'm going to hear these people's names and I'm going to be like, Ugh. and that's not the case. I mean, there's still a slight like tinge. I'm not going to lie, but it's just, it's not the same anymore. Like, and I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Like I understand where God is taking me. I mean, to an extent, like I can see, I can see it. And so, and I can understand how I needed to personally get through my own crap to put it in those terms. (laughs) I, I needed to step out on my own and seek my own healing. And a lot of you know that I'm in therapy. And so I couldn't do that, even though some of these people that were in my life that are now not in my life were encouraging me to do that. I couldn't do it with them in my life. And I see that now. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty mind blowing to me to just to see how, how far I've come in the last 10 months. And that's all, all glory to God. I just, yeah, if it was me, I would not be sitting here telling you guys this part of the story at all. I would be like, yeah, I'm still such a mess and I miss them. And, you know, I really wish this relationship worked out or this friendship worked out. But you know what? I'm sitting over here and I can tell you today, like if these people walked back into my life tomorrow, I would welcome them back with open arms and be like, you know what? I missed you and, you know, all that. But at the same time, I don't feel like, how do I want to say this? I don't feel that much of a need anymore. And like that goes to show just how much, how dependent I had become on these other people instead of God. So 
<laughs> that kind of uh, kind of brings me back into the surrendered um, Bible study also. And, you know, different pattern or different seasons of our lives are meant to strengthen us, right? And if I hadn't been going through the surrendered Bible study when I was like that, just... I would have still, again, I would still be a mess. I wasn't willing, I wouldn't have been willing to surrender it, even though I needed to surrender these different situations. If I hadn't already been in that Bible study, trying to practice the, um, trying to practice surrender, right? Like if I wasn't already walking in that to an extent, I wouldn't have even been able to let it go. You know, I would, again, still be a mess. So now flash forward (laughs) and my cousin and another cousin of mine are now doing another Bible study that is focused on Elijah and it was funny because we were all kind of looking at different Bible studies we're like what do we want to do and so many different ones popped up and we all kind of have this love slash maybe slight obsession on my part for um, Priscilla Shire I just, uh, I adore her, her conviction <laughs> when she is talking about the Lord is just, uh, it's mind blowing. Like I, I just love her so much. Um, so we found this Bible study titled Elijah, um, by Priscilla Shire and we're only in the beginning of week two and we're kind of doing the same thing where my other cousin and I had done with surrender Bible study we're taking it slow because we're really trying to spend that focused time with God and allow him to really speak through these different studies. And so, you know, like we do, um, we do our Bible studies on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, like we send each other messages on Tuesdays and Thursdays about like two different days that are in the study. So, let me explain. (laughs) So there's videos that go with this Bible study as well. And each week of the study itself is five days total. So when you add in the video for each week, that's six different days, right? So basically to get through week one, it would take us three weeks. If we did the video for, for, um, Sorry, week one, it would take us six weeks. Um, so if we did the video for week one, it would be like that would be on a Tuesday. And then we would do day one on Thursday. And then the next Tuesday would be day two. Thursday would be day three, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so we move on to the next week. And so now we're in week two. Day one is today because it's Thursday. <laughs> and so, you know, it's basically taking us three weeks to get through that part. But Again, we're taking it slow, so we're going to really, like, uh, glean the information and actually understand it. And so looking back at, like, the first week was just crazy because I've been (sighs) – there's been some different conversations in this group that I – this community that I am in on Facebook, and I, again, will get back to them (laughs) in a little bit – but different conversations about, oh, this season of hiding. Like, God has me in a season of hiding. And for me, that always hit weird. I was like, what? What does that even mean? Why would God be hiding you, quote unquote? 
And so me, I kind of felt like that was like an over spiritualization and or just like a Christianese thing to say. And (sighs) now that I am into week two of the Elijah Bible study, I'm like, oh, oh, (laughs) I see. I see. So it was funny because I was having all these conversations, right? And going like, I don't agree with this. I don't, it doesn't quite sit well. Um, you know, this idea of hiding. And then I started reading more about Elijah. Because, I mean, everybody, like, if you grew up in the Christian church, you know who Elijah is. But we don't always, like, look at all the little, little details, right? Of all these different people. So, yeah. Let me just, let me flip to in the Bible really quickly to a specific passage that I want to read. Okay, so it is 1 Kings 17, um, and it's after, or it's about the time that Elijah is about to proclaim the drought to King Ahab. And if you, like, want the rest of the context, I just recommend going and diving into 1 Kings, like, 16 and 17 and, you know, reading a little bit more about this. But the uh, passage says, so... Starting on verse 1, and Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, I can speak, (laughs) Gilead, said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and turn eastward and hide by the brook Corinth, which flows into the Jordan, and it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he, Elijah, went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Corinth, which flows from the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up. Because there had been no rain in the land. Okay, so I'm going to like reference back into that part where in verse 3 it says, Go away from here, turn eastward, eastward, ward. <laughs> Why can't I not say that word right now? Eastward and hide. <laughs> Y'all. Okay, so. When I read that, I'm like, mm-mm, nene. <laughs> what? And then we die, we dove in to day one of the study. Um, well, actually week two, day one. And it really dives into this verse in particular in what that really means and how you can go through these seasons where God is protecting you, Right? And helping you grow or building your strength and um, doing so because he knows what's coming, right? Because he knows the future. And so he can put us in these specific situations and help us develop in all these different ways because of these different things that are happening to us. And then they eventually play a role 
in what is going on in our future, right? Like how many different times have I talked to somebody who knows somebody who's been in abusive relationship? Cause I've, I have a lot of family and friends who have been in abusive relationships and so when I look at that and I, and I've, you know, watched them go through it and somebody else comes to me and is like, Hey, you know, so-and-so is going through this. I don't know what to do. Okay. So now let me, let me rewind a little bit. <laughs> if you look back at my younger self and I'm over here questioning, God, why am I seeing all of these people, you know, with these people who are abusive and just not good for them and you know, insert thing here, right? And then somebody approaches me and asks me those questions. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> right. Cause I can sit there and reflect on how God got me through those certain situations. And now I can help this other person, right? Like, I hope that kind of makes sense. I feel like that could have been a little bit more concise, but y'all should know by now. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not that concise. Anyway, so <laughs> when you look at that and you kind of put it into like my season of singleness and just look at how much growth I've had in the last 10 months alone, but also, um, you know, just being willing to sit and wait and relax, and meditate on the word, and all of that, but also, not just waiting. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so this is where I get, like, caught up on things, because I feel like in the church, we, we sit there, and we say, wait on God, wait on God, wait on God. In God's timing, this is going to happen, blah, 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 right? Insert typical, cliche, Christianese thing that married people say to Christian people, or like, I'm sorry, say to Christian singles. I'm getting passionate, so my words are tripping up. Okay, so insert random cliche Christianese thing that Christian married people say to Christian single people. Right? Just just insert it there. Whatever it is that you have heard from your married friends and family, I'm sure y'all have heard plenty. And, you know, the biggest one is just wait on God. (sighs) Okay, Susan. (laughs) But you didn't have to quote unquote wait on God because you got married at 22. Right? Like that's kind of been my response (laughs) in certain situations where I'm over here going to be 33 and I'm like, still waiting but this is the problem is nobody talks about how you can wait but not be idle I'm gonna say it again how you can wait and not be idle okay so (sighs) I have so many feelings okay so that is like the biggest thing that bugs me so much in the church today where you have all these people speaking into your life and telling you to do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. But nobody tells you how. 
Like, nobody sits there and is like, okay, so this is how you can wait, but also not be idle in your waiting. Like, because I'm sorry, my guy ain't just going to come knocking on my door and saying, hey, God told me we should get married. That is the subject for another day. Don't even get me started. Okay, we, we're going to come back in because I was about to go on another tangent. <laughs> so, again, my guy ain't going to come knocking on my door and say, you know, God told me I was your one. Ugh. So, Tiffany, how do you actually sit out there and wait on the Lord but not be idle? Hmm. Maybe join a Christian community um, of singles and make friends. Yes, I'm going to say it again. Join a Christian community of singles and make friends. <gasps> friends with the opposite sex, Tiffany? How dare you? Yeah, make friends. You can be friends with people and not be over here going, oh, I want to get married. Okay, now it does happen. <laughs> I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But you can be friends with people of the opposite sex. And that is where boundaries come in. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh, I feel like I've talked about boundaries before. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, the people who know me personally are probably dying with laughter right now. Because <laughs> how many times have we all had conversations about boundaries? So, Boundaries, because you can have emotional, physical, and spiritual boundaries with people and still be their friend. Okay? Okay, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> you can have spiritual, physical, emotional boundaries with a member of the opposite sex, be their friend, and it not be a thing like it doesn't have to be like oh we're gonna get married so are you guys are just friends yeah okay Ugh, I hate that like I seriously I'm gonna go on a soapbox I hate that like stop saying that to people because again when you look at society right now with within single Christian society so many of us do not know how to develop healthy relationships with members of the opposite sex because we grew up and I'm talking to like later Gen Xers and millennials and it's still happening with Gen Z. So I guess I'm talking to you guys too. We grew up with this concept of the opposite sex is bad and you can't be friends with them because if you're friends with them, then that means eventually you're going to marry them. No, 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 no. We have to stop this <laughs> church. Like we have to stop putting it out there that you can't be friends with the opposite sex because then eventually that's just going to lead to you having feelings. Okay. So what? I can have a friend and think he's super hot and yeah, I like him, but that also doesn't mean I'm going to marry him, right? Because again, I have boundaries <laughs> with these people and well, I'm trying to have boundaries with them, right? And it doesn't always happen. Again, learning. I'm, I am a work in progress. Okay, so 
you know, you can have these boundaries with these people. And even if you think, oh my gosh, like I really do like them as more than a friend, it still doesn't have to be a thing. (laughs) Right? Like, I mean, unless you both want it to be a thing, then that's a whole nother topic. Okay. But that's where communication comes in. (gasps) Oh my gosh, look at me talking about communication again. (sighs) If you haven't watched or listened to, not watched, sorry, I did not record those via video. If you have not listened to my episodes on communication, you should go do that. Okay. Anyway, so let me kind of wrap this back up again. (sighs) You can have friends of the opposite sex and it not be a thing. Okay. And I think that's another thing that we get wrapped up on where we think, oh my gosh, if I'm going on this date with this guy, it's going to lead to relationship. No, 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 Mm -mm. not always. Okay. See, and now there's a difference between hangouts, hanging out with somebody and going on a date. Okay. (gasps) Tiffany, what's the difference? Okay. So thank you for asking. First off, second off, the difference is a hangout insinuates we just homies, right? A date insinuates I have romantic feelings for you or romantic interest in you. So I'm going to take you out on this date or, you know, whatever. We're going to go out on this date and see what happens, but I'm not committing to you because there's no committed relationship here. (gasps) What? You mean you can date and not be in a committed relationship? Yes. Yes, you can. See, the stages of things should be dating, which is the getting to know you stage, the interview stage, where you actually ask all those hard questions and, you know, you have balls. Sorry. (laughs) sounds a little cross. I know you have gumption. Maybe I should say it that way. (laughs) And you ask those hard things. You ask the questions like, Hey, do you want to homeschool your children? How do you feel about having a homestead? What do you think about this issue? Are you vaccinated? Like, I mean, cause I know that that's a huge thing for a lot of people now. So just throwing that out there, that is the thing for me too. Um, you know, so Like, what do you, how, where do you go to church? What denomination is your church? How do you like your pastor? Um, I'm just trying to think of random questions I've asked people before. Um, you know, uh, how do you feel about, oh my gosh, um, even the political climate. Okay. Like, yes, that, that is a thing and we should not be afraid of talking about politics. Okay. So do you align on these things? If you don't align when you're in the dating stage and asking these questions, then bye. Thank you. Next. Okay. Just bye. Move on. No need to continue to put in any time for these people that you don't align with. But see, here's the thing is we find people that we are attracted to and we're like, oh, I must start dating them. And then we start giving them pieces of our heart. This goes for guys too right? We start giving them this insight. We start being vulnerable with them. We start telling them the things that they want, what we want in our future partner. And so they start to become that person. (gasps) What? They don't do that. Yes, they do. Okay. Anyway. And (sighs) 
so we start doing all these things, right? We're start we're vulnerable with all these people, and then we come to the point where we're like, okay, I really like this person. Now I really need to ask this question, and come to find out that they don't believe the same things we believe. They don't want the same things that we want. You know, they have no desire to homeschool their children or they think homeschooling is crazy or they have no desire to have a homestead, (laughs) right? Um, Or, you know, they have a desire to send their kids to public school. Okay, cool. Awesome for them. That's not me, right? So if a guy tells me, nah, I really want um, my kids to go to public school, bye, Because that's not what I want. That is not what I see for my future children. That is not what I see for my future family. Just no. Okay. So (sighs) I ask these hard questions in the quote dating stage or the quote getting to know you stage. Even before like a date, date and date happens. Like if you're on dating apps, you can ask these questions flat out. Or if you're in the community that I'm in, (laughs) um, you can ask these questions to the people. Okay, so some of you might be wondering, what is this community, Tiffany? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> so I found this community because of TikTok. Um, not that I like, you know, want to shout out TikTok, but I found this community because of TikTok, because of another person that I follow. Um, and they were shouting out this group. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take a look at this and see what they're about. So shout out to Mel and everybody else that's involved with If You Know You Know Dating or the IYKYK dating group. You can find them on Instagram and on TikTok, but you can also find the group on Facebook. Um, I'm in there (laughs) and I have developed so many amazing friendships. Shout out to the mafia ladies. (laughs) Um, that's a whole story for another day. If you join the group, you can search mafia and you can probably figure out how all that happened. Um, (laughs) anyway, it's a great community. Like the girls and I from SoCal, uh, the mafia ladies meet monthly And, you know, we have a group chat where we talk about our dates and we talk about the things that we're struggling with. We pray for each other. We meet up and get together and have community in person. Right. And it's been really fun. Like we just start, I just joined the group in August. Um, and so this is still very new and, um, yeah, we also have a different SoCal group for everybody that's just from SoCal. That's also connected to, the if you know you know group and um you know there's been some events that are going on in there I haven't been able to make them but you know it is what it is so I found this community and it's freaking awesome it was total god thing like I love this group of people I have a new a new friend hey girl you know who I'm talking to <laughs> um that doesn't live in this state, but we're trying to plan how to meet up and get together. And yeah, so it's just such a great community because iron sharpens iron, right? Like, and there's so many awesome guys in there too. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying there's some really great guys in there, um, you know, that have very strong, uh, biblical foundations and 
aren't afraid to debate you on things and, you know, just have conversations. Like it's been so much fun the last few months, um, really getting to know these people and, you know, just seeing how, how friendships develop. Right. So shout out to you all. You all know who you are. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm hopefully going to have some of the ladies and maybe a couple of the guys on the show at some point. It's in the works. Um, but due to distance, we're going to have to figure out what that looks like. Might be using Zoom. So yeah, we'll see. Anyway, it's just, it's been so great to develop this community over the last couple of months and to have all of these other single ladies, just the single ladies in any way, but sorry just the single ladies and being able to even though we're in slightly different walks of life because some of us in the group are single moms not me but some of them are single moms um some of us are younger some of us are in our mid-30s like you know or like older closer to 40 you know and so or even older than 40 (laughs) um you know so we're just we're kind of we have this age range right But our big, huge thing that we have in common is we're single and we love the Lord. So that right there is just, it's enough in itself, to be honest. But the fact that we're able to sit there and have conversations, have hard conversations, um, is so, so awesome. I just adore them so much. And we're adding people all the time, (laughs) which is really, really cool. All that to say, if you want to find a really awesome community, <laughs> join us on Facebook. Um, they do virtual. They do. They've done a couple virtual mixers. They're doing mixers in person. Mel is awesome, um, and she's the she's basically the creator. And so, it's just so nice to to be involved in a community. Even though there are disagreements, like don't get me wrong, there is there is some feisty stuff that happens. And, you know, cause it's still, we're all human. Um, but overall it's just been such a nice experience and I cannot wait to continue and see what God does in all of our lives. Like the friends that I've made already and the friends that I will probably continue to make, right? They, we, <laughs> the mafia ladies all have a joke that we are going to all be at each other's wedding someday and we're going to have a whole mafia section. <laughs> And it's going to be awesome. Like, it's going to be amazing to see these women eventually get to the point where they are getting married and to be there at the beginning, right? Like with them and to see them walk through these different situations. It's just so, I've been missing community. Like I've been missing single community, let's be honest, because most of my friends and family are married. And so to find this group when I did was a complete God thing. And I just, I love them all. Like even the guys, (laughs) um, y'all know who you are anyway. Like I just love and adore them because they're not afraid to speak up. Like they're not afraid to go, um, Hey, that's a little bit of a situation ship. Like maybe we should not be doing that. You know, that's valid. I did let a boundary slip, you know, like, and so it's so nice to be able to sit there and talk to people who are single and not be, you know, bombarded by the stereotypical Christianese responses. 
Now, I mean, they come up occasionally because that's just life, right? Like we all say it. I say it too. You know, you're all on God's timing. <laughs> I'm not negating that, right? Obviously, I'm going to say it again. I'm not negating that. It's just, you know, sometimes being single, it's like, meh. Like, I don't want to hear that. I, you know, I don't want to hear that. What I want to hear is like, hey, girl, like, well, what, have you been in the word today? Hey, girl, have you prayed about it today? You know, like, hey, girl, um, have you gone out on a date? <laughs> Hey girl, like, are you commenting in the comic section, comment section, not comic, (laughs) comment section and putting yourself out there. Like if you see a guy come in and do his intro and you think he's cute and you like what he said, did you comment on it? You know, like that, that, that kind of stuff is like more beneficial to me than saying, oh yeah, girl, don't worry. All in God's timing, you just gotta wait. No, no, no. Let's just stop it again. I'm going to say it again. Stop saying that. Just stop, please. Please just stop. (laughs) It is more beneficial for all of us to um, not be idle. Like find what our triggers are. And yes, I just used the word trigger. Okay. Um, Find these things that are still patterns of hurt in our life and ask God for healing. Whether that means going to therapy or not right? Work on yourself. As a friend of mine just said today, um, you know, it's all about becoming the woman and or man of God that you're supposed to be. Not becoming the person that that person wants, right? What, Tiffany? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because I'm going to say it and some people are not going to like this. There is not just one person for you. <laughs> okay, sorry. There is not just one, the only one. There is that that is Hollywood, okay? And it's made up bullcrap. Let's just be honest. You you become the person that they need and or desire. By developing a relationship with God. And, you know, these different things, these different characteristics, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit in your life is what people should be attracted to. Because if they're trying to grow and have that fruit in their life, the fruit's going to match up, y'all. And it doesn't matter who that person is. I'm not going to go off on a tangent about the alphabet community, okay? Don't just know. You all know where I stand. I'm talking specifically male and female here. You do not have to change yourself to fit into this box of what society thinks, you know, a husband or a wife should be. No, no. It's all about what God says. (laughs) A husband and a wife is, right? And it's our goal to get to that point. And it's going to be different for each of us because newsflash, we're all different. I'm going to say it again. Newsflash, we're all different. Okay. Our paths to how we get to the, you know, our purpose in life, right, are going to be different because we're stubborn 
and or God has us in a season of hiding. <laughs> uh, still hurts a little bit. Anyway, um, or, you know, we have more in our future to do and God needs to prepare us for that. Right? Like, because we don't know. We, we don't know. But we have the free will to choose our person. Right? I... Okay, so right now in the group, I think there's like 4,000 plus people. Granted, way too many of them are women. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like there's way more women in the group than there are men. So we need guys. Guys, if you are a guy listening to this, jump into this group, please. Okay, anyway, if you are a single Christian man, jump into this group. Um, you know, so when you look at it that way, but let's just say for kicks and giggles, it's half and half, right? Um, that there are 2000 men in that group, meaning there are 10,000 men or 10,000. Oh my God. 2000 men that are options. How dare you? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> now. There are certain preferences, right, that we all have and whether they're right or wrong, they're there. I'm going to do an episode on the list, quote unquote, but I don't want to get into that right this second. What I'm going to say, though, is, you know, so if you knock that down, take out all of your preferences, okay, that can still lead like, uh, we're going to say... I'm going to say like 75 options. Okay. I know that's, that seems, might seem low, but some of us are a little bit more picky than others. <laughs> um, you know, right? Like if I put all of my things together, then that's going to cut it down. We'll just say 75 just because 75. So that's 75 different potential husbands. And I could choose any single one of them. Like if, okay, let's say these 75 men right? Match and tick all my boxes and all 75. I'm not saying they do, but all 75 of them had interest in me. Then I literally had 75 different options, right? And then it becomes my job through prayer and through asking hard questions and developing more friendships with these individuals to whittle it down until I get down to my one person. But that doesn't negate that any one of those 75 men, it sounds so, so many (laughs) anyway, but I'm on this track. So I'm going to roll with it. Any of those 75 men could have been right for me. Air quotes. I'm air quoting. Look at me, guys. I'm air quoting again. Okay. Like (laughs) any of those 75 men could have been the quote right person for me, but I chose this guy over this guy. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? I feel like you are, but I don't know. A lot of people don't believe this way. Like a lot of people are like, no, I just have to find my one. And that's why it's going to take me forever. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, no, you grow in love. You don't fall in love. Shout out to the person who said that yesterday. You know who you are. And yes, I'm stealing it. Because I agree. (laughs) You grow in love, not fall in love. Right? 
just, I'm going to say it again for the third time. You grow in love. You don't fall in love. If you're falling, that's lust. Just saying. You can grow to love somebody. You can grow to love those weird quirks about them. You can grow to love their personality. You can grow to love their their spiritual side. You can grow to love, you know, their family even. Like, because, you know, some people don't have great families. Um, but you can, you grow, you grow. And that's the point is like when you become one as a husband and wife, you grow together at that point. If you're just dating, you're just looking to learn about that person. If you're in a committed relationship, you're starting that growing process, right? Towards marriage. Now I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the stages again. Okay. So it's, it's, dating, which is the interview process. There's a committed relationship, engagement, marriage. Okay. At any of those points up until marriage, unless there's certain circumstances, at any of those points from dating, relationship, engagement till marriage, things can end. Now I'm not Divorce is, I'm not even going to touch the topic of divorce, okay? That might be an episode in itself at some point, but I have not been through it, so I don't feel like I can touch on it. Um, I'm just going to say, like, you know, biblically, unless there are certain things um, that happen as far as, like, adultery and whatnot, you know, it's the hope that you're not going to get divorced, right? So... Again, I'm going to say it that way, like up until the point of marriage, at any point in those other stages, things can end. And this is where boundaries come in again, because, um, you know, after committed relationship has started, you know, there's, there's going to be hurt there if it ends, there's going to be so much hurt if it ends after engagement, right? But that doesn't mean that there's still not a chance. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here. I'm just stating facts, okay? The The thing is, though, is it shouldn't be, how do I want to say this? It shouldn't be that big of a deal. It shouldn't be that big of a deal to can be continuously assessing the situation. That's how I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, now, there are excuses that people make, um, you know, for why things end and whatnot. But <sighs> it's just like you, we need to be more protective of each other's hearts, right? Um, and I'm on a tangent. I'm sorry, but I feel like this is so important to say. So we need to be protective of people. And, you know, that's why it's so important to have communication that I'm just going to sum it up at that. If you want to talk to me more about what I specifically am referencing in this part of my podcast, let me know. (laughs) Um, anyway, so And then we roll that on back again. So when you're in these different stages, things can end. It happens. Sometimes there's hurt. It sucks. 
Okay. But that's why it's so important to have these specific conversations when you're in the dating stage, before you're in the committed relationship. Okay. So committed relationship, what does that mean? That means you, if you are a male, have said to your lady that you've been dating, hey, you know what? I really want to progress forward. Will you be my girlfriend? Aww. <laughs> right? So there, there now, and she says yes, you are in a committed relationship. And then from that point on, your goal is to continue building and growing, developing to the engagement stage. Then you go, hey, I love you and I really feel like we are on the same paths here. I can see God moving in our relationship. Will you marry me? <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm making light of this and I really shouldn't be, but I am. But I am because feelings. So, <laughs> um, you know, then she says, yes. Oh, my gosh. You guys are engaged. Yay congratulations then you move from engagement to marriage right and in there you got to plan the whole thing and there's so much stress but that right there sir (laughs) is going to lay the foundation for the rest of your relationship how she handles and how you handle the level of stress that comes in after engagement till the wedding will literally set the precedent for your marriage. And if you don't believe me, come at me and I will explain because it it's just fact, okay? So, now you get into the marriage stage and hopefully y'all just continue right on down the path that God has for you and you know, you guys have healed past hurts and you guys can pray for each other and then you have kids and yada yada yada, right? Those are different stages. <laughs> um, those are different stages. Now, I'm going to say something else controversial because I'm just feeling it today. You can date more than one person. <gasps> what? You can. But this is where communication comes in. You got to be open and upfront about it and saying, hey, I'm going out on dates with these other people, you know, because um, I'm really trying to figure out which way I want to go. So I want to be upfront with you that, you know, I'm also dating these people. They, this lady, because I'm saying this from a guy's perspective, right? Um, not that, not that guys are the only ones that are dating multiple people. I'm just, I'm just saying. So this guy. Like, right, okay, let's roll it this way. If a guy came to me and said, hey, homegirl, I think you're cool. I want to get to know you better. Like, can we go out on a couple of dates? But I also want to let you know that I'm also dating these other ladies. You know, nothing against you and or them. I'm just really trying to put myself out there and learn and grow. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go on a date or a couple of dates and see what happens. Um, be prepared because I'm going to ask you all the hard questions, (laughs) right? So then that foundation was set there, right? So then if, if I'm feeling him a little bit more than he's feeling me, I can be like, Hey, you know, 
I just kind of want to throw this out there. Like I feel like our dates have been going really well and I really like you. And I, you know, I was wondering how things are going with the other girls. Not that I'm trying to compare myself, but you know, I just want to know what, what you see, what you think, are we going to be moving towards something else or am I moving on? Right. Cause communication, huh, oh my God, what? Communication in that situation is so important before I get my feelings involved, right? After a couple of dates, cause they're just interviews, right? After a couple of dates, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling you a little bit more. So let's see, right? He comes at me and he's like, you know, not really feeling it with you, like nothing against you. I'm just kind of feeling it with this other person, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Bye. I'm moving on, right? Or the opposite happens where he's like, yeah, you know, I've actually been wanting to talk to you about it more. Um, you know, I feel like we really align in these different areas. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to tell these other girls that I'm not going to keep dating them, but I still want to keep dating you. Like I'm not quite ready for a committed relationship yet. Okay, cool. Look, we communicated again. And now I know that he stand where he stands where, you know, his thought process is at. We're still not to a committed relationship, but now we're dating quote unquote just each other, <laughs> you know, right? So we know that, that they're, that now it's separated. We're not looking for anybody else and we're going to keep seeing what happens here. And then at that point, we still have another conversation to happen, right? After a few more dates, like, okay, cool. Do we want to move into a committed relationship? Are we not really feeling it anymore because something came up and we realized, uh, no, like I'm not on board with this, right? Do y'all get what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm throwing out all these different scenarios because I feel like we as a church just screw up in these areas and it doesn't have to be that way. Now, me personally, I do struggle with dating multiple people. Um, because I'm the type that is hashtag quality time. <laughs> and so it's hard for me to be putting myself and communicating with multiple people at the same time. I'm not going to lie. I am currently doing that though. Like I am putting myself out there and I'm trying to build friendships with different guys and seeing what happens. Okay. Because I realized in my own life, like this has been a problem and I want to change it. But like to, I, I still feel like there still needs to be that, that level of communication. Right. Um, and especially once interest is like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Interest is, you know, known. Right. Like if I went up to one of the guys that I'm talking to right now and was like, hey, you know, I really am feeling you. So what are you going to do about it? <laughs> right. And then at that point, he has the opportunity to tell me where how he feels. Does he want to start? Does he want to do a date? Does he not want to do a date? Um, You know, is he talking to other people? Is he just looking for friends? You know, just all these different things. So there's just there's options. But Again, I think it comes down to communication and knowing that rejection is just redirection. Okay. 
Um, not out here saying like, oh my God, you have to go start dating all of these guys and giving them all the pieces of your heart. No, 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 no. Because again, dating is an interview. Dating is not a relationship. Dating, there shouldn't be this huge like, oh my gosh, I feel all the feels and I really want to marry this person, blah, 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 blah. No. Okay. Dating again and again and again and again is an interview. That is the stage you're supposed to be asking these questions. And you can ask them in the friendship stage too. Like I've asked some of the guys that I'm chatting with and becoming friends with some hard questions because I want to know like at least on a friendship level, where is this going? Like, are we, are we even aligned on a friendship level? Right? Because if we're not all even aligned on a friendship level, I have no reason wasting their time and mine. <sighs> okay. I've been a little ranty today. It's, this is what happens when I don't record an episode for a while. <sighs> and I'm already over an hour. Okay. I mean, with editing, I might drop below an hour. We'll see. We'll see when I post this, guys, if I'm over an hour. But, yeah, I just want to I wanna wrap this all up and, you know, say, hey, join the group. It's a lot of fun. Um, don't be scared to be in your waiting season and in or and or in your hiding season, quote unquote. Um, do the work. Just do the work. Go out, serve in ministry, meet new people, try new things see what happens. You don't have to be idle even in your waiting season. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I think that's it. I'm sure that there's more, but if I don't stop now, I'm just going to keep going and y'all are going to be tired of me. So, all right. Just again, meet people, try it, have boundaries, communicate, figure it out. (laughs) All right, y'all. I'll catch you on the flip side. Have a great rest of your day, your night, your weekend, whatever it is that when you're listening to this. I love y'all.